Hey everybody, welcome to Newbie, a podcast where we watch uh, Rooster Teeth television animated show online called Ruby. My name is Allison Coffey, and today I have, as always, Nora Blake. Hi. Oh, Nora, what are your pronouns? She, her. My pronouns are she, her as well, and we have another person here, um, Curly. Hey, I'm Curly. Uh, my pronouns are they, them. So yeah, we watched uh, season three, or episode three of season six. What did everybody think? Pretty low-key episode, right? Oh yeah, right? you know, it was fine. It was, it was, it was okay. It's just it a was, lot of walking and talking, just yeah. like season four. It was a role-player yeah. episode, you know? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it was a sandwich filler good. episode. Yeah, this show, this episode this episode was a bunch, and uh, this, this show is show very good. Rules. Like just when you think this show has pulled all of its its tricks, bam! This episode happens, and there were like nine more, <laughs> which some might say is bad writing. But <laughs> there was a moment where I thought they'd lost me. They were like, okay, so for anyone who hasn't watched this episode, the the quick and dirty is that this is like. Let's fill you on, fill you in on like the ancient prophecy and the backstory and all of that stuff. And there was a moment where I thought it was gonna lose me with all the hokey like two gods fighting it out shit. And I thought there was a second where it was gonna be, wow, women are evil, right? But it doesn't do that. Yeah, like this this episode's like it's you've heard like four different creation myths at this point, and this episode was Uh like yeah they they were all lies. They were all lies. (laughs) <laughs> they were all lies, and here are two more correct ones. <laughs> yeah, not only were they all lies, but the real story was like way cooler and the length of an entire episode. Like, God, oh. God suck. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, yeah. That's the the big takeaway is that God is terrible. Also, there are two of them. <laughs> yeah, God is real bad. God is like super super into the idea of you being like, hey, why have you given me this loss in life? And God being like, go away. Also, I'm killing all of humanity. Yeah, God wipes out humanity just like snap decision. Like doesn't think about it. Just like you know what? Fuck humans. <laughs> hmm. The humans are attacking. Time to destroy all of the humans. <laughs> Not Do the you ones think... that are attacking. All of them. So here's here's a question. Um. I feel like maybe the size of that army was scaled down due to, like, the restrictions of the show. Yeah, and yeah, it felt if symbolic. If they could have had, yeah. like, a fucking, yeah. like, Lord of the Rings opening, uh, yeah. they would have. Because, yeah, it felt like it felt like 30 people showed up to kill God, which I guess happens <laughs> in RPGs all the time. <laughs> Wouldn't that be really annoying if, like, 30 people showed up to kill God and everyone on Earth died? That would suck. <laughs> Like, thanks for ruining it would really it for suck everyone. if the actions of 30 people determined the quality of life for everyone else on the planet, huh? Fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like and, like that's such a that's such a salient comparison as well because I kept thinking about how that like how this is like how how this was like that in real life. Like this is all about that that all that power that they have and how uh, all that power that the gods have and how it's like they just don't really care how like consistently it's applied. There's a, there's this amazing little bit where um the god of darkness brings back 
Ozpin, and then the God of Light shows up, it's like, no, boom. God of Darkness <laughs> brings him back again. <laughs> like, they kill Ozpin like a dozen times yeah. and bring him back a dozen times. Do you think he remembers that part? <laughs> I hope so. Oof. Uh, yeah, Ozpin dies a bunch of times in this episode. He seems, a whole bunch. he seems awful loyal to the God of Light for someone who remembers being thrown around like that. Yeah, the God of Light was the first person to kill him, right? <laughs> After disease. The- I mean, technically, yeah. I guess you never forget your first, huh? <laughs> anyway, I've enjoyed being a guest on this podcast. <laughs> Seven minutes. I think we. I think we got it all right. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it Rubio, folks. <laughs> Does Ruby end with them killing God? Well, this is what I thought, right? Because, like, I thought when Salem turned up with the army, I thought, wow, how are you going to have an anime that ends with them killing God if they've killed God already? But God is still alive, (laughs) so could happen. Here's the problem. Here's the problem is that Ozpin and Salem are stupid as shit. (laughs) (laughs) Because Salem was told, uh, we'll let you die when you've learned the value of life and death, and Salem decides she's gonna kill God? Which, and, uh, mood, <laughs> fucking mood. Like, I'm not saying she's wrong, I'm just saying she <laughs> took the wrong lesson. She took okay, the wrong sure. lesson. <laughs> yeah, but you know, your, your boyfriend died of a disease, you take them to take him to the gods, and the gods are like, eh, we're not gonna bring him back to life, and we're gonna kill him lots of times in front of you, like... <laughs> That's not gonna. You're not gonna be like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna learn the right lesson from this. The gods, the gods suck. The bad gods. Yeah, yeah, Go- bad gods. I f- feel much more sympathetic to Salem than to Ozpin. <laughs> is told, okay, if you can unite humanity, um, and like make the world better, um, we'll come back. And Ozpin like begins his quest by just lying to Salem a bunch. <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's his first instinct, is it's, to lie to her. Well, it's they're real both weird lying that, to each other. Yeah, that's true. It's real weird that they waited until, or Ozpin waited until they had four kids to tell her the truth. Like, I, uh-huh. Look, they were definitely quadruplets. <laughs> yeah, I get No, well, no, no. They were all some like of them were different heights. heights. Yeah. But maybe, maybe they'd already died a few times by then. Maybe the <laughs> powers had been passed listen, down to more six-year-olds. <laughs> listen, uh, just because they're Quadruplets doesn't mean they're identical. No, true. But they're different heights. Yeah, that's like that's, that's storytelling so? shorthand, right? Different heights. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Oz- okay, I live yeah. in Texas, where all the seasons happen at once. So forgive me. Fair enough. <laughs> also, this this episode establishes that canonically, Ozpin fucks. <laughs> yeah. And also canonically, Ozpin fucks with other people's dicks. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> Because oh, he says he it says he learned to live with the people who he reincarnated in, which means he definitely just has to watch. Yeah, does the does the first guy that Ozpin like brain jacked like is he watching while while Ozpin and Salem are getting it on? Like, it's bad. Oof. This episode is Feel very bad? cursed. How many times does Ozpin come back? He's like, wow, my dick game just isn't as strong in this life. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you, you cut out a bunch. You're both cutting out a bunch because of the call, but, like, I missed whatever you said. 
I was talking about Ozpin's dick game and how it varies from life to life. That's all. Oh, okay. You can yeah. edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit our exchange out. That's a joke. <laughs> or all of it. You know, that could be fine too. Yeah. Well, yeah, do we I'll want to it. present the, the podcast as is and like uncut, or do we want to present it? Uncut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I leave that to the discretion of our editor, our esteemed editor. Yeah. Uh, I, do I didn't terrible. expect to go this deep into the curse. So <laughs> really? I'm sorry. There's a lot of curse wow. in this episode. Yeah, okay. Salem gets the worst deal. I feel like I gla- glazed over that. Salem gets the worst deal of anyone ever. So I thought that right up until the end where mm-hmm. Salem's like Salem's response to her her children being having magical powers is to be like, "Ah, it's eugenics time." That was <laughs> Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. I don't remember that. As in, well, she was like her when Ozpin Ozpin had his terrible thing about, hey, the god of light wants to judge humanity, and Salem was like, why don't we replace humanity with magic humanity? Oh, I didn't yeah. understand. I didn't take that away from that line. Yeah, I, it I took thought me a of that, sec and I realized it. I thought of that in the way of like, we can like condition them to be better, and by better I mean servile. I think I think that was the plan until she found out her kids had magic. Yeah, right, like, so so instead what she's saying is let's keep fucking. <laughs> let's keep fucking and then yeah, that's that's I guess yeah. It was like a I I took like definitely took because she saw the magic and she said it. I definitely took like a re- sort of replacement thing that's from fair. it, but Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. What I gathered cuz they had a big fucking castle at that point and I gathered that they had been like Oh, we're gonna show humanity a better way, and then she decides, no, 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 fuck humanity, <laughs> humanity 3.0, let's go. <laughs> Where did humanity 2.0 come from? Was that rigidly established? I feel like it wasn't. It, the God of Light says that humans will come back gradually, yeah. and I guess just like well, Ozpin was a single-celled organism many, many times, and <laughs> no. evolution happens. Uh, he says that. Humans will grow to walk the planet again, and um, when Ozpin comes back, he snaps forward to millions of years later when society has been reestablished. Which, once again, Salem just had to not talk to anyone for millions of years. Yeah, she's surprisingly (laughs) well-adjusted. And she's not very (laughs) (laughs) well-adjusted. No, I guess not, but you know, millions of years is a real long time. I want to run a tabletop in the like pre-destruction era of this yeah, world. Yeah, it's kind of a fun setting. It's kind of generic fantasy, but it's still like fun yeah. in a way. It has life. It's like yeah, it's like it's generic fantasy, but also the gods are real. There they are. They're over there. Salem just walks up to them like it's not a huge deal. I guess it's a little tougher to walk up to the god of darkness, but otherwise, it seems pretty easy to do. It's only tougher because it's spooky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there's a skeleton there with a single dagger in his ribs. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> when we, when that stuff. came on screen, uh, I shouted, environmental storytelling, baby. Because, <laughs> damn. Yeah. Watch this episode, Ken Levine. You might learn something. <laughs> or you might not. Has Ken Levine ever learned anything? Oof. Spicy. Not from someone else's creative work. 
This is a, <laughs> this is a Ken Levine burn burn podcast now. Sorry, Ken, if you're listening. Hi, Ken me. Levine likers, stop listening. <laughs> Ken Levine, give me money on Patreon. Nice. I really like that first Bioshock game, despite myself. Ken Levine, donate a hundred dollars to my Patreon, and I'll buy a game that you made. <laughs> I promise. Ken I'll Levine, think about playing System Shock Two, and then never do it. Ken Levine, retweet me, and I will stop saying at parties that Bioshock Two is better than Bioshock One. That's true. That's just a fact. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> it's weird that Halo's just gonna rip off of Bioshock now. <laughs> So anyway, the skeleton. Do you reckon the God of Darkness like bought that somewhere? Because like, why, what would what would a single dude be doing getting stabbed at the foot of a, like what? <laughs> what was that all about? I don't know. I want to like also. I want this is the same type of deal as the um, the dead uh, Galactic Federation soldier outside of Craig's room in Super Metroid. I want to know the story there. I want to know the the environmental storytelling. Give me the book, the Skyrim book that's lying next to it. Yeah, maybe it, maybe it'll be in Ruby Chibi. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the gods to show up in Ruby Chibi. Fuck. <laughs> uh, is this the season where like Salem finally starts showing up in Ruby Chibi? Like that's got to be a thing, right? Oh, definitely. I mean, also, I don't know how to spin that character into a comedic fun times. I have no idea, but it'll happen eventually. Ruby Chibi will outlive Ruby. <laughs> oh, for sure. For One sure, million for sure. years, Ruby Chibi. <laughs> I'm very excited to look at uh, Tumblr tomorrow and find all the people who are shipping Ozpin and Salem. Uh, I mean, Ozpin and Salem, fine, but like, not Oscar. Ooh, no, no, not hard, Oscar. Hard pass. <laughs> no, leave the boy alone. That's that's something I'm interested to see like develop as the season goes on because like we got a very very little bit in the last episode of like Oscar actively yeah. resisting Ospin and there's been like no suggestion of that happening previously and I'm interested to see if that like goes anywhere. Yeah, I was saying that in the last podcast and I was just like, um, then we get the reverse of that this week. Like last week it's like oh we get a little bit of Oscar without Ospin and then this week we get maximal Ospin, mm. but like. We are in like a like stained glass heart palace mirror, like dreamscape, so I guess we wouldn't get a ton of Oscar here. Yeah, like only only the models of the principal characters were in this episode, right? There weren't even any sort of stunned reaction voice lines. No, uh, there was one line. from Ruby. Oh, uh, okay. Where Ruby has the same terrible idea that Ozpin has that first. For some reason, Ozpin decides he needs to kill Salem. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why that's his plan. Honestly, because she's evil. It feels like uniting humanity means like reconciling with her somehow. I don't know. Well, I, I feel don't like know. I don't know. It feels to me like that might maybe be what they're setting up here, right? Like, or taking a stand against her. Like, we unite against her is at least better than I'm just going to solo kill her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put on this crown, take this spear and this lamp. That other thing. <laughs> I mean, hey, we now we know what the relics look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, we saw the other relics. So is the thing that Ospin got all the relics and has kept them separate specifically to keep the gods away for a little while? Yeah, because he got them all... Wait, did he get them all and then... 
He told because Salem knows academies. about them. Yeah, yeah, he put them under the academies to hide them from Salem, presumably. What? So. Okay. Was he trying to adopt Pyrrha in season three? That raises a lot of questions about the Ozpin Pyrrha relationship for me. Suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. The sort of the hereditary nature of the it's, the maiden thing is like up in the air still. Well, not it's, hereditary. It's weird like, because um, Ozpin and Salem specifically uh, get like are immortal in a way that they're still themselves, but the daughters don't get that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe like they got half of their magic each, they like a half version of magic, they also got a half version of immortality. Right, right. Because it's just kind of like Ozpin's power, but like a little less. Yeah, right. This is all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're kind of all... <laughs> blown away so, by this episode it's so much it's so much i want them to beat salem and then be the gods show up they're like good job and everybody's like can you fuck off again <laughs> we liked it better when you fucked off <laughs> what if we didn't like, have to deal with you or salem right to which the gods reply oh cool because we had a really thing Go, good thing going in like the next galaxy over like, <laughs> those people are way better than you so we'll just fuck off and... we made one with mechs <laughs> we got michael we... b jordan over there that's great <laughs> <laughs> rooster teeth cinematic universe the next what? planet over is achievement tm 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 you can't tm 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 She's DM'd it. It's happened. You can't stop it. Ah, oh, damn. I think my favorite bit of symbolism in this episode is the gods saying the phrase, this planet was a good experiment, or something similar, and then leaving and smashing the moon as they leave, just <laughs> just, to, just to prove how terrible they are. Ah, oh, fuck. It, we missed our teleport and smashed the moon. I mean, that's also just to establish that's why the moon be like that. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, but I love that they're just like, oh, fuck, I was supposed to, I was off by like six degrees, fuck. Well, we're not going back there, so who cares? Like, they didn't do it for any reason, they just, they just missed. And that's, that's like a lasting geographical impact on the Earth. Like, that was, there was a meteor storm, that's why there's all that dark land around. That was because the gods just didn't give a shit. They just did the Dr. Manhattan thing, I just realized. Yeah, totally. They fucked off to the moon? Well, after he fucks off to the moon, he fucks on back to the Earth and then says, you know what? I hate all of this. I'm leaving. <laughs> all I know about Watchmen is there's a panel of Blue Man group sitting on the moon and uh, in such a pose that I have to assume he was just jerking off. <laughs> I don't think Dr. Manhattan fucks. Well, hang on, mm. isn't it quite rigidly established that Dr. Manhattan fucks? In... In the movie, he does fuck, but I don't think like he, he, he fucks. tries to. He tries to fuck in the comic book. He definitely does. does he, he fucks in the comic book too. He, well, he, he uh, tries to. He like as in he, there's like there's like a scene where he's like trying to get romancy with is it is it Silk Spectre? And then there's like two of yeah. him, and she's like, "I'm not actually into this." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, oh, sorry." See, I think like i think he doesn't know what fucking is <laughs> i think he only knows what fucking is <laughs> that's why he's walking around naked all the time <laughs> he's it's like it's an invitation really <laughs> please this is all i have <laughs> <laughs> so 
infinite Gaze power. upon my wonders, ye mighty, in despair. <laughs> infinite power and all he craves is fuck. <laughs> What's... Okay. Question. Okay. Is the Powerpuff Girls movie a ripoff of Watchmen? Absolutely. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I... Okay. I don't remember the Powerpuff Girls movie. All I remember is that I watched it in the dark and ate an entire bag of Fritos while I was watching it, but I have no recollection of what happened. I know they, go to the, they fuck off to the moon at some point and are sad. Oh, they do fuck off to the moon at some point. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it right, the, like, the imagery lines up, because Dr. Manhattan, you know, he's the Manhattan Project, and like if you've watched Gurren Lagann, like... That, that show would have you believe that the nuclear bomb and fuck are, like, directly related, you know? Oh, my God. I'm only two episodes into that. Like, I have watched two episodes of the last six months, so, like, right. it's not a big priority. It's a very good show. Now I really got to move that up on the list. Huh? <laughs> so who in Ruby fucks the most? I mean, it's, like, textually, it's Crow, right? Textually, it's Raven, I think. Is it? Hmm. How so? I think Raven fucks a lot. I don't I know. I feel like those two are top contenders. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. For that, sure. So, for sure. so that S tier, right? <laughs> sometimes, cr- sometimes, gr- sometimes Crow gets too sad to fuck. Is the thing. I don't know if mm. I don't know if Crow is. I don't know if that's Crow's like. I don't know if that's his angle. I think. I think sometimes Crow fuck because he's sad. You know, he drinks a lot. Like. Yeah. Yeah, like, but I don't like, know. sometimes he thinks he's gonna fuck and then he just decides not to. Is yeah. My theory. But I, I I support that theory. I'm just going off the like the. Uh, it feels like more than one scene, but maybe it is just the one scene where Crow is like drinking in a bar, and the waitress like gets him a drink and just basically says, "Have sex with me," and then. <laughs> admittedly, he doesn't, but she's upset about that. I really need the Crow reaction shot next episode, because <laughs> he's so loyal. I really need the Raven reaction to all this. I really need Raven to be in the show again. That's what I need. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, I need to see that conversation between Raven and uh, Dad. What's his fucking name? Ty? Ty. Oh, I was going to say Yang, and then I was like, no, that's not it. That's not it. Fuck. Yeah, that, that definitely was. I completely forgot that that was set up, because, like, uh, full disclosure, for all of the parts that Ty was in the show, I was, like, screaming at, at my screen, because he's he's such a dick to Yang. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot abide this. I cannot abide that. Really? What? There's that one bit where he just like. What's the like one bit where like some of the professors are over for like drinks afterwards? And like, you must have lost some brain shit. cells along with that arm. Yeah. yeah what? The, what? I screamed. What the I screamed. <laughs> oh. Don't worry. They'll be nice to Yang it soon. Yeah, like, as someone who has been screaming be nice to Yang since, like, maybe towards the end of season two and just never stopped, that part really got me going. <laughs> be nice to Blake and Yang, honestly. And let them be nice to each other. Let them yeah. be nice to each other. There was, a, there was that part in uh, episode one of this season where uh, we get the quote-unquote first conversation between Yang and Blake where, like, Yang goes to pick something up and Blake picks it up for her and Yang's like, you don't need to do that. And they finish that conversation and it's nice and I did I did yell at my screen, now kiss! Because, like... <laughs> <laughs> I know we talked about it already. The OP in this season is just gay as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice this uh, the first two episodes, but the last shot of the OP is, like, Ruby, like 
not being able to go on and then Weiss picking her up. <laughs> and it's like, damn. Are we, are we they being gay? Yeah, they gay. Keep scrolling. I feel, <laughs> I feel like a Blake Yang kiss is like possible by the end of season six. Ooh, season six. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely possible. I wouldn't have said season six, but now I'm now I'm on board. I've always thought it's possible, but I've thought like, oh, it's gonna be like the last shot of the show. It's gonna be <laughs> yeah. Do you do you think they're gonna beat out uh, uh, Adventure Time on the timing? They might beat out Adventure Time. It's hard to delay the gay any longer than Adventure Time did. Yeah, it would need to run for mm. like another ten years, right? <laughs> That's possible. It's Rooster Teeth. <laughs> Red versus Blue still happening. What? What? That's, that's amazing to me. As long as people continue watching it, it will go. It's like The Simpsons. <laughs> that, is, that, is a, that is a good quote for the podcast. Red versus blue. <laughs> it's like The Simpsons. Uh, is it by which you mean it's a thing that's been going on for a long time that some people say is really good, but I don't believe them? Okay, The Simpsons is actually good, though. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Simpsons. Nobody I, needs listen, to go. I, from- I, there was a time when I was a I was a Red versus Blue Stan. Red no, versus it, Blue Stan. Ooh. Yeah, that's. I watched Red versus Blue. I was not a Stan. It was up until like I thought it had ended. Is the is the thing? Uh-huh. Uh huh. I got up to the part where they revealed that the guy talking like this. They revealed who his <laughs> real name was. And, like, what character that actually was. And uh, <laughs> at the end of that season, and I think there were some live-action bits also, and that just seemed to close off the story. But I guess it didn't, because it's been, like, <laughs> six years since then. Has it rebooted? I don't fucking know. <laughs> In my head, Red vs. Blue is just some machinima skits. I hate that there is a story to Red vs. Blue at all. Okay, okay, so there's the Freelancer Project, and all of them are named after states, right? Uh, and Tex is actually... <laughs> Welcome Listen. to Red vs. Bluey. <laughs> Okay, uh, Allie? Yeah? If you drag me into Homestuck, I'm dragging you into Red vs. Blue. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Homestuck is way more defensible than Red vs. Blue. Are you mm. kidding me? I think that might be a contentious opinion, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, Red vs. Blue has has some shit. Like, some real real shitty shit. Yeah. Especially those, those first couple years. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You mean, like, the first ten, right? <laughs> Homestuck is way better than Red vs. Blue. I say this as per... Of, I thought I had read, like, two-thirds of Homestuck. It turns out I've only read, like, a quarter of Homestuck. It turns out Act 6 is really fucking long. I think it's impossible to have read more than half of Homestuck. I read up to the start of Act 6, and Fuck! apparently Act 6 is really fucking long. God damn it. Shit. It's been like it's been no, like four years. I'm reading a thing. I wasn't reacting to you. Oh, Red okay. versus blue. <laughs> God. Red, Red versus it... blue is gonna kill Nora on the show. Red versus blue debuted on April first, two thousand three. Ooh. Oh, Fifteen that... years. Uh, that's aged me. Oh my! Some of my hair is turning gray. I think my years. teeth are starting to fall out. Ah. Oh. Uh, I was seven. Oh, uh, you. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I was ten. You're right. That is okay. <laughs> Welcome to Newbie, a podcast where we age and die. <laughs> so, running time seven minutes average per episode. Okay. So you're never... saying we could do it? <laughs> um, they didn't go Ruby. There are eight hundred and twenty thousand words in Homestuck. That's not counting, um, like all the f- movies that are in Homestuck. So, so uh, all the what? There are a lot of movies in Homestuck. I'm sa- uh, let's 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 drop let's dive into these dream drops, Allie. Let's go. <laughs> I told you. Let's I go. read up to Act Fucking Six. It's not getting into Homestuck. It's getting back into Homestuck. I know. I it's not it. getting into Red versus Blue. It's me getting back into Red versus Blue. Fuck that's you. What, that's what the parallel is. Red versus Blue sucks. <laughs> so does Homestuck. So does Ruby. No, fuck you. You suck. Ruby has never sucked less than it did in this episode. Okay, this episode was very good. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're good. I think you like triple negatived your way into something. Yes, feel uh, my powerful dominion over negatives. Remember Ruby, the show that this podcast is about. No, no. fuck off. Let me tell you about <laughs> Leonard Church. <laughs> Welcome to our Haunter podcast. Oh no! <laughs> you know that starring Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> You know that image where from Always Sunny, it's like, I'm sick of this guy? It's that, but it's Church from Red vs. Blue. <laughs> this fucking asshole ruins everything. Do we have more Ruby thoughts? I feel like I must. I feel like I must. I feel like 6,000 things happened and instead I talked about Homestuck. It's okay. I'm going to post a poll on our Twitter as to whether the show should delve into Homestuck <laughs> or into Red vs. Blue. <laughs> For the record, I ship Dave Carcat and also Carcat with Future Carcat. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I can pull this shit too. I ship Xehanort and Xehanort. <laughs> Fuck you. I ship Xehanort with twelve other Xehanorts. <laughs> At the appointed hour, of course. I think if I had one more thought about this episode of Ruby, it's that I always knew humans couldn't be trusted with heterosexuality. <laughs> It's fucked how you've said six good episode titles. <laughs> Nora, where can people find you online? Swift. I like it. I, we always do this at like the halfway mark. I feel like... Oh, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> you can find... <laughs> if Nora is still alive, you can find her on Twitter at... Neither Nora. Links to her Patreon and her Kofi in the, in the doobly-doo. I won't make her do the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Either or it's a very good game. I have to do (laughs) I made a new game. It's called Legends of the Deep. It's a hack of my Zelda RPG. It's good, and it's pay what you want, and please give me money for it. By hack of the Zelda RPG, she means I made it so I could sell it for money. (laughs) It's the same game. It's very good. It's extremely good. Thank you. And by Um, the Zelda RPG, I mean the one that I wrote last year? Yeah. Um, Curly, where can people find you online? You can find me online at uh, twitter.com slash curl underscore e underscore brace. I registered that handle a long time ago. It's not very, not very, not I like very it. simple, but it, it works. And uh, I, I, I do make YouTube videos. That is still true. I haven't made one in some time, but uh, I moved recently and now I have a full-time job. So it's, uh, it's interesting yeah. trying to get all that to work together. 
Yeah, but, uh, remember when I streamed on Twitch? <laughs> yeah, funnily enough, that's what I'm doing now, and you can find me on twitch.tv slash curlebrace with no underscores, and I, I'm playing Zone of the Enders right now, and let me tell you folks, the game's good. Do you have an opinion on Fist of Mars? Yes, uh, that game is pretty good. It's like, uh, I don't know, so I really like Super Robot Wars, like grid robot tactics, and the thing about Fist of Mars is that it's like, it's it's pretty good. The, the, the sort of the mini game to hit other robots is like a neat way to make that like a variable experience, but I don't know. It's it's fine. It's good. Cool. It's not as gay as Zone of the Enders 2 is, but like not a lot. I is. don't remember Zone of the Enders 2 being gay. Zone of the Enders 2 is gay in a uh, the robots are gay. The robots are all gay for each other. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never experienced Zone of the Enders, and I really want to. So I've been meaning to tune into the streams, and I have not. I the, got uh, stuck on the train. I couldn't get past the train. The phrase that I used in, I think maybe the first episode was a uh, high femme robots. Like all the robots are very graceful. <laughs> And With big, like, big dicks. Yeah, oh yeah, that's what's high found about them, is the huge penises on the robots. <laughs> that's where the person go, because it's a cockpit. Yeah, it's a cockpit, you see. The uh, the is best thing right? the best thing about it is that I don't actually own a VR device, but the version that I have is VR compatible, and I guess it's like cockpit vision, which if it is, would be horrible, because that thing moves oh, around a whole no. bunch. Oh, uh, yeah. But uh, no, it's a very good game. Uh, I think my favorite tiny thing about it is that your robot has like... You, the feet converge into perfect points so if you like stand on the floor and move forwards they like skate along the ground and it makes uh-huh. little burn lines in the floor looks so good that game looks so good now zone of the enders one has the remarkable quality of being the most skippable first entry in a franchise oh yeah that has just ever the most <laughs> <laughs> like it's kind of fun but like you sure as hell don't need to play it ever not even. No, it's like it's not. It's it's. You'd think it was a prequel if you played the second one first, but it isn't. That was just they sold that. <laughs> well, they sold it because they packaged the right, Metal yeah, Gear Solid with... Two demo with it, and then when it came out in HD, they packaged the Metal Gear Rising demo with it. Yep. Are you serious? Yep. Uh-huh. Oh my god, <laughs> it's real good. Yeah, that's how much of a mark I am for Zone of the Enders. Is that my fucking my copy? Uh... I got it from Blockbuster, which is a now dead video <laughs> retail chain, and like I got it sec, I got the original Zone of the Enders second hand from Blockbuster. Someone had taken the Metal Gear Solid 2 demo disc no, and left the fucking damn. Zone of the Enders in there, and I loved it. I went mad for it. <laughs> so when Zone of the Enders 2 came out, that was it. I was total mark for that game. When's our Bok Tai podcast? <laughs> I found out you can still play Bok Tai. You, you on fully phones. can. Oh, you fully can. And I kind of lost my shit. I've been. What about to Lunar Nights? I don't That's know. That's a Lunar Nights. That's yeah. Lunar Nights is Boktai Boktai two, I think, or three. Oh, oh. It was the first time I'd ever heard voice acting on a portable game console. That's yeah. wild. I didn't know about Lunar Nights at all. Did Kojima worked on it? Wow. Huh. Yeah, yeah. It's got a it's got a goth boy with a sword and a cat. Yeah, this box art is good enough that I didn't need Kojima <laughs> to work on it. So. He's a Digimon. He's got the goggles on his head like a Digimon. He is. He's he's looking very Digimon on that box art. <laughs> got it digitized. This isn't your other podcast. I was going to have Curly give like best and worst of this episode, like Digimon no, days. But... No, no, no. Oh. You're not even the one who does that on Digimon days. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ali, let me be involved. 
I want to play the weird, confusing game. Yeah, be nice to Nora. She's sick. She'll be dead soon, maybe. (laughs) Oh, okay. I just had a heart attack because I'm on the Lunar Nights wiki, and I just read the word Tyrannial out of nowhere and, like, just thought up some think pieces real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Tyrannials are killing oxygen. Perennials are killing vampires. <laughs> Remember when Boktai from Boktai was in Mega Man Battle Network? <laughs> that was a real thing that happened. Remember the tagline of Dracula 3000, in space there's no daylight? <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's true, there's no daylight in is space. Is it? Because no. it seems like no, it's it all isn't. daylight. It isn't, you're right, you're completely right. <laughs> In fact, there's more daylight because there's no atmosphere in the way. When I die, I just want heaven to be a place where I can play all the, like, Game Boy Advance and Nintendo DS games that I never made time for in life. In heaven, the sun is always shining, so you can always use Boktai's solar cell. (laughs) In heaven, your link cable never breaks. I have a link cable for the Game Boy Color in my desk. I was about to say, in heaven, people actually have link cables. You, like, <laughs> I don't have a Game Boy Color, but I do have a link cable. Did you ever get the worm light for the Game Boy Color? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, I did. I was all about <laughs> lights peripherals for my, my Game Boys, because, like... Regs can tell you I was trying to find a Game Boy uh, camera and a Game Boy printer last week. I have a Game Boy camera. I do not have a oh. Game Boy printer. Oh, what's international shipping on one of those things? Like? <laughs> 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 Where can people find you online, Ellie? Oh, we're still doing plugs. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah, we're actually still doing plugs. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this is the podcast we do, I guess. Um, Riley will come back in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Allison underscore Coffee on Twitter. Uh, you can, you know, Patreon and Kofi uh, in the links below. You can hear my dog in the background of this podcast. Um, As she's always. terrible. Um, Sounds like a good dog. She's terrible. Oh. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> I love my terrible dog. Piece of shit. <laughs> I love my terrible canine child. Buy my zine. I did poetry and photos, and I. It's all right. Buy it. It's in my pinned tweet on Twitter. It's good. It's on alleycoffee.itch.io. So, um, what do we do now? Uh, I Google Vic Mignogna facts. I think. <laughs> <laughs> You um, cut out. I didn't hear your funny joke. I said I Google Vic Mignogna facts. Not again. Uh, no. <laughs> Welcome to OC Revix, a Vic Mignogna podcast. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know how much OC Remix music I listened to as a teenager? Yeah, probably, because I listened to it, too. (laughs) One time, because you know how you can torrent everything that's been on the um, OC Remix, like, ever? One time, I, like, wasn't thinking and just started downloading one of those torrents and got banned from hotel (laughs) 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 Wi-Fi. So... I was just at a hotel for a week with no Wi-Fi, and I was, like, 19 and didn't want to talk to my parents, so I didn't know what to do. Uh. Uh, I played Fortnite on hotel Wi-Fi recently. That was a weird experience. (laughs) I just had my Switch with me, and I thought, hey, 
Wouldn't it be funny to try and get a Fortnite win on hotel Wi-Fi? It's like, every time I open my Switch and I'm like, oh, maybe I'm going to buy Valkyria Chronicles, even though I already own it on PC and haven't played it. <laughs> and Fortnite is just there. And it's like, I can just play Fortnite, a game I don't like very much. Right, I can just I do it, though. <laughs> I had to delete Fortnite because of that exact sensation. <laughs> I don't have a Switch. I can't contribute to this conversation. It's okay. You can play Fortnite on your telephone. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many devices you can play Fortnite on. It's like Doom. Fortnite for the Nokia N-Gage. When? <laughs> For the Virtual Boy. Oh, that would own. Fortnite for the Motorola Racer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that and uh, Kingdom Hearts Coded. Oh, Kingdom Hearts Coded. I haven't actually played that one yet. It's been in a, a like a final mix since since then. No, right? we no? what they uh, we recently watched Recoded, which is like oh, it's a movie. Oh, they made a movie yeah. out of it. Well, no, 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 no. You see, wait. So Coded is not the phone game. Is it Coded, Coded is, is the DS game. No, no. Oh, I thought it was originally Coded, a phone game. Coded okay, is okay, the okay, Motorola okay. Roser game. Recoded is the DS game. And then in one of the final mixes, they made a movie out of Recoded. Yes. Right. Also, Dream Drop just has summaries of all the other games in it that you unlock. Wow. What? That's wild. You could start Kingdom Hearts at Dream Drop, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that, one's, that one's really good. That one's really good. I finished it today, and I'm still mildly confused. I, yeah, I think that's the intended effect. <laughs> I'm sure it'll all become clear in Kingdom Hearts 3. Yes. <laughs> it's just that... <laughs> that is a use... statement that will age well. <laughs> <laughs> they use extremely the obtuse box. phrasing to explain simple things, and that's what that's what the problem is for me. Yeah. Weedlord did a very good thread the other day that was like, here's what you actually need to know about Kingdom Hearts. It's like... <laughs> Six tweets and just says it without all the Kingdom Hearts jargon, and it's yeah. a, it's such a gift. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shoutouts to the reason I started playing through the entirety of Kingdom Hearts being oh, there's a hot anime lady on Riley's timeline. Who's oh. that? And then they told me about Aqua, and I was like, hello. Uh, and then I played. Oh, through I was all so worried Hearts. it was going to be like uh lark scene and she was gonna be in it for two <laughs> seconds and you were gonna be upset <laughs> no i saw evil aqua and i was like hello and then i played through all of kingdom hearts god fair enough that's that's it's powerful powerful mood speaking of uh the ones they turned into movies i heard they did that for 358 over two days they did yeah it's that's, a really good movie that's bullshit uh, sorry not it's bullshit not bullshit that it's a really good movie it's bullshit that they stopped it from being a game it was a good game i will die on this hill mm. <laughs> i watched a little bit of that ds stuff and it's wow the ds really shouldn't have done 3d graphics huh what i thought it was good <laughs> but yeah it definitely wasn't 3ds good but i don't know i feel like the ds like 3d always like doesn't look trashy enough to have like the PS One N sixty four like lovability to it. Okay, it's because of the screen size. It's all it's all blocky and chunky. Yeah, right. I think it was something that the DS was always chasing as well because I remember getting a DS with like Mario sixty four and Metroid Prime Hunters demo. Uh huh. Like, uh huh. Those were uh-huh. good three D video games, and they were never yeah. any that good again. <laughs> yeah, like First those time. games are fun. I don't like looking at them, though. Yeah, sure. That's a good way to... That's, like, probably the best way to play Mario 64. I don't know. I was going to say, I would sooner play Mario 64 on the DS than on the Nintendo 64, because it looks like shit on the Nintendo 64. I'm sorry. It's like garbage. Also, good luck finding a Nintendo 64. 
I have two in my apartment. <laughs> I have one on my hard drive. I only own F- two games, and it's um, Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie. <laughs> nice. Someday you'll own a good game. Oof. Fuck you. Oof. Fuck you. <laughs> Someday I'll own a good game, like Nuts and Bolts. <laughs> I have lots of friends who really like that game. It's... Hey, Curly, do you have any opinions on Fear, First Encounter Assault Recon? <laughs> yeah. We've been having this fight for what a do you What do you think of Fear, First Encounter Assault Recon? Fear, First Encounter Assault Recon has one of the best shotguns in all of video games. Fuck yeah, it does. What about Fear, First Encounter Assault Recon 2? Oh, is that... I, I've not played either Fear 2 or Fear 3, and I, for, sorry, Fear 3 and I can't remember which one it is. <laughs> First Threncounter. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember Fear Two having good guns. The one I played had good mm-hmm. guns. Yeah, but, I, but it didn't have the Fear One shotgun. I have a pitch for a sequel to Fear Three. We okay. Know. <laughs> uh, it's called Frontal Operations Underworld Recon. Oh, I like it. I which like spells it. four. And you play as the daughter of Alma, who is a soldier with psychic ghost powers, and you are in a world that is broken and, like, infested with lots of ghosts and demons, and you're a part of a squad that goes into the underworld to, like, investigate things and try to kill demons. That sounds great. The trailer can be that Uzi song where he says four a bunch of times. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Do you know how long it took me to realize Little Uzi Vert, Lucifer? Whoa! (laughs) Less of a long time than me. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I know. I know, right? We veered out of Nora country. (laughs) Yeah, sorry about that. (laughs) Nora, someday I'll teach you about emo rap. Okay. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Hey, yeah. you're, you're welcome. It was it was great. Thanks for having me. I'm getting I'm getting the caffeine shakes from having a, another <laughs> cup of coffee at 6 p.m. Uh, so I'm gonna go eat some food. Honestly, I'm I bought so <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I bought some coffee for tonight. Uh-huh. For tonight, uh, interesting phrase. Okay, go on. <laughs> well, it's um, it's like you just. It's just powder that you mix into boiling water. Oh, yeah, right. I love that yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I want some coffee, but, like, yeah, I have a coffee maker, but who has time, really? I was so in Oaxaca, Mexico for, like, a week when I was 18, and that's all all we could get. Like, you could not get, like, just, like, a pot of coffee. You could only get, like, powdered coffee, like, everywhere mm-hmm. we went for some reason. Oh, I meant to ask this. Ali, you said you like might get tea. I hear you have to get all your tea loose leaf in the US. Is that true? That's fucking false. Oh, okay. As a as cool. an cool, cool, employee cool, cool. of Starbucks, I have never <laughs> seen loose leaf tea in my life. All right. I don't know what loose leaf means. <laughs> well, when you have tea, you either have it in a tea bag and you put the bag in the hot water or you have the tea loose leaf so the leaves are not in the bag and you have to strain the, strain the leaves yourself. Or you just drink all of it and not be a chump. <laughs> when, you make, when you make soup do you leave the aromatics in just to show them who's boss <laughs> what just, 
you just pick out the like the <laughs> the flavorless potatoes and carrots and take a big bite like yeah <laughs> i don't i don't know what you're talking about i don't think Nora cooks fair enough <laughs> Nora doesn't um, cook and when she does have potatoes she damn well eats them that's fair that's fair i know how to make one thing with potatoes mashed or fried or what do you do oh i guess i could do mashed i never thought about it mm-hmm. um like you chop them up into little cubes and you put them in a skillet with little pieces of onion and you stir yeah. them around a bit. oh yeah that sounds yeah. good <clears throat> that's all i know how to do with with potatoes i could figure out mashed potatoes i'm sure uh mashed potatoes are weirdly more difficult than one would think i don't believe mm. you the, the, the thing that's difficult about mashed potatoes is getting the mashing right. Like, you'd think that would be easy, but actually it's quite hard. I feel like the thing I always fuck up is getting the right, like, quantity of milk. That's the thing that always trips me up. Yeah. If you have recipe recommendations for export audio, <laughs> you can send those in to export at export podcast. If you have anything you want to say to Allie on Twitter, send it to at export podcast. <laughs> Do not at me. Ever. I hate it. Allie hates it when you tag her in anything. This isn't a joke. People keep thinking I'm joking. It's a thing I actually hate. <laughs> Should we stop putting your at in the in the episode? No, because I want people to follow me and validate me <laughs> my tweets. Double-edged sword. Uh, this double-edged sword of Damocles. <laughs> <laughs> Ha 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 ha!